Oh my gosh. And they got it. And they got it in this fashion. This win was everything 2020 needed and more. They have plunged. We have big things coming in 2021. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Ladies. I'm Charlotte Payne. I'm Maddie. Thank you for joining us. Wow, I'm just excited to see Charlotte's face, you guys. I missed her. I know. Maddie and I haven't spoken in a while. Maddie had a very big wedding weekend and we've been pedal to the metal doing stuff. Does everybody else feel like this summer you just have stuff going on like every single day of the week and every weekend? And it's like, wait, hang on. I need to chill for a sec. I also feel like the summer has gone by incredibly fast. I really just feel like the 4th of July just happened and it's already pretty much halfway through the month. It's July 15th. Like, I don't know how we got here. Also, don't know how we're on episode 31 because we're no longer 30, flirty, and thriving. Now we're one daughters. We're getting old, Charlotte. What? I know it's icky, but you know what's really old? (laughs) This day in sports history. (laughs) In 1876, baseball's first official no-hitter happened. George Bradley of the St. Louis Brown Stockings no-hits the Hartford Dark Blues 2 to nothing. That sounds like foreign language to you guys because it happened in 1876 and those teams are no longer those teams anymore. <laughs> oh my goodness, Charlotte, we've talked about this. We love a good no-hitter. Honestly, speaking of no-hitters, I'm kind of annoyed at MLB because if the spider track is why we were having no hitters. I'm kind of sad that we're not having them. I kind of miss that. I know. That. I kind of miss them a little bit. Maddie, there is definitely no shortage of hits this week in baseball, but we'll get there. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that for sure. But yeah, I mean, we love a good no hitter. I'm, yeah, slowed down for sure. I mean, who knows? I don't I don't know if it was the spider track, but whatever. Something changed and well, apparently it hasn't was. been a no hitter for a while. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. Apparently, I guess. I don't know. But (laughs) we have a lot of champions this week, Maddie. We have so much to talk about. Let's just dive into all of it at once. Keep up, you guys, at home, because there's a lot to discuss. Let's get right into it. Locker Room Lady of the Week, Charlotte. Ashley Barty, or Ash Barty, Mm -hmm. whichever one she goes by, you know. Uh, She just became the first women's top seed to win Wimbledon since Serena Williams did it back in 2016. She beat out Karolina Pliskova in the final, and here is all you need to know about our locker room lady. She's the first Australian woman to win Wimbledon since 1980. And she's the 11th active women's player to win multiple Grand Slam titles. Now, 11th active sounds like "Mm, that's a lot of people before her, but could you do it? I'd like to see it. (laughs) Right, right. And very, very cute photo that SportsCenter posted of her. Guys, go check out their Instagram. It's actually Wimbledon tweeted it and SportsCenter reposted it on Instagram. But it's essentially, it's a picture of her when she's a little kid holding up a tennis racket and a trophy. And then it's a how it started, how it's going. It's very cute. Go to to Wimbledon's Twitter page to see it. It's an adorable Please do. Run, don't walk. Maddie, she's also undefeated in major and finals. And the only other people to do that are Naomi Osaka and Petra Kitova. Don't know if I got that pronunciation right, but I am very just 
scatterbrained at the moment. I don't know about you guys listening on your way to work or wherever you're going because <laughs> it's been a long me? day. We're doing this Wednesday night, you guys. It's been a long yeah, day. It's been a long, it's been a long week and it's only Wednesday so far while we're recording this at least. Yes, exactly. But this locker room lady, seriously, I mean, the list goes on. Her roster is so stacked with achievements. She's the 20th woman in tennis history to earn 20 million in prize. I mean, talk about moolah getting that bag yes oh my gosh and it's fun because um I didn't know a lot about Ashley Barty before we researched her for this episode so I hope you guys learned something too and I'm so excited to see what she does next I know she's adorable she really is her little smile and just holding that trophy there's nothing you can't beat that seriously go look at the picture we'll we'll put it on our story on the ladies Instagram yeah and Maddie before we get into NHL, NBA, all that fun stuff. Actually, we have a live, we'll give you live updates on the game, the Bucks and the Suns game four tonight. But shout out Italia. I mean, hello. I'm, excuse me. I mean, ciao. <laughs> they won the 2020 Euro finals in an amazing penalty shootout against England. And this is their first major title in the past 15 years. That is Okay. The, the thing that's cool about that game is, when it was going on, I thought that England's goal in the first two minutes of the game was insane. I watched that probably like four or five times mm-hmm. right after it happened. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, wait, Italia just tied it up. Let's let's see what's going to happen here. And it just got so intense right at the end. So intense. So definitely probably that's all you can ask for in soccer is an exciting yes. game like that. So that was pretty much – everything the viewers wanted and more so shout out to Italia and for England for keeping it exciting for us all watching at home but yeah definitely congrats to Italy for the big win hello Brooklyn too they erupted I don't know if you guys have seen the videos or the TikToks or everything, all that stuff on social media, but any Italian like highly Italian populated area in New York at least and in Italy erupted it was electric I saw some place in Connecticut had like a huge party in the streets out there just celebrating this win it's so awesome so awesome and I I wish I could have been there soccer games are so fun <laughs> so much fun so much fun honestly yeah that I went I think the last live major sporting event that I went to was actually an MLS was the MLS cup in Seattle in 2019. Oh, so that's so fun. Before COVID. So I actually haven't been to a live major league sporting event in over a wow. year, well over a year, which is insane. And I cannot wait to get back to it on – honestly, I think I'm going to – I think I'm going to a Marlins game in August. So I'll keep you guys posted Absolutely. on that. <laughs> yes, and August is going to friggin' be here before we know it. I know, the way this summer is going. So quick. Well, another thing that went really quickly was the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, it seemed like it was a long haul while it was happening, but that final Stanley Cup playoffs. The finals, absolutely. Was quick. That happened in the blink of an eye. And we have another Stanley Cup champion. Tampa Bay Lightning did it again. They did it again. Yes, we teased it last week. We said we were recording it the night before – yeah. The game happened. We said they were looking to to snag the gentleman's sweep, and they did do it. They have done it again, back to back. 
for the second time in 10 months. And that's crazy. 10 months ago, they were doing the same damn thing. And just like, let me point out real quick that the, <laughs> the title is The Lightning's third since they were founded in 1992, and it's their second straight. So they're officially uh, joining the best company you could possibly join, the 2016-2017 Pittsburgh Penguins as the only champions to go back-to-back in this century. Shout out to my boys in the 412 for... <laughs> also doing that. But yeah, very happy for Tampa Bay. There's actually a really cool article that they did in The Athletic about how difficult it is. I saw that. Yeah. I I shared it on Facebook. Yeah. It's actually really, really an interesting and well done article. It's, It's about how difficult this feat is. It is not easy because think about it. To, to win the Stanley Cup, you have to win 16 playoff games. You have to win 16 games in the postseason to take home that Stanley Cup title. And you can't lose more than 16. You have to lose less than that. You have to you cannot lose more than 3 in each series and you have to do 4 series before you can take home that title. So it's very 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 impressive. It is very hard. It is a very taxing sport on the body. It is very intense. It is absolutely so impressive and so amazing. We might have to have Danny New back on to talk about how that parade went because it looked pretty fun. (laughs) Okay, Maddie, first of all, did you know – let's talk about this parade. Did you know that the Stanley Cup is 128 years old? I knew it was was around there, yeah. Because honestly, I read about the Stanley Cup back whenever – right after the Super Bowl boat parade because of all the drama with – Yes. That Vince Lombardi. Um, Actually, I did – read about the Stanley Cup a little bit because after that whole drama with the Lombardi Trophy getting thrown over the Tampa Bay on the boat parade mm-hmm. back in February for the Buccaneers, uh, there was a lot of drama. But, I mean, the whole difference is that the Lombardi Trophy, there's a different one every year, but the Stanley Cup yep. is one and done. It is one Stanley Cup that gets passed around. And, honestly, the traditions, we should honestly have – a whole segment next week about all the traditions with the Stanley Cup because it's really fun if you read yes. it. So we'll compile that for you guys because we're on our way. We've yeah, because that's going to be kind of fun. It's it's fun to we'll go back and pull some of our favorite Stanley Cup moments for next week. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, it got dented in the boat. Yeah, pool, everybody, Maddie, it's <laughs> going, Tampa won, Tampa won, but it is going to Montreal to get fixed. So funny, they get fixed. Yes, that's hilarious. So they actually are getting the Stanley Cup, but they're (laughs) They're getting the Stanley Cup. They're getting the Stanley Cup in Montreal, but it'll be sent back. Yeah. All right, you guys, just a super, super duper quick little break, and then we will be back with NBA playoffs. We'll give you the updates and we'll let you know how we're doing live at Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging in there. We got more playoffs for you. We got the Bucks. We got the Suns. They are facing off in Milwaukee tonight. The Phoenix Suns lead the series 2-1 to one right now, but Milwaukee is looking to even up this series. Let's give you a real-time update, you guys. So it is 10.26 p.m. on Wednesday. This is live look into the Phoenix and Milwaukee game. And what is going yeah, on? Let's looking, see. Let's see. It is. pretty cute out there. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the third quarter is about to start and it is tied 52 to 52 right now. Oh, 55-52, Maddie. 
Sun oh. Sun just scored. Don't know who it was. I just saw that. Let me see the play by play. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder said, uh-uh. Okay, so now the Suns are up 55 to 52. And we're just starting that third quarter. So it's so funny too when I listen back to these episodes and I'm like, oh my God, we had no idea in that moment that this was gonna happen. I know. <laughs> so much fun. I think that's I can't the fun. Wait. That's the fun of this stuff. We're going to finish this up so we can both go watch the fourth corner. <laughs> Absolutely on my way. Anyway, you guys, so game five, I kind of think that this will be a Suns victory, but I know you have some thoughts on this home court advantage situation. And okay. I don't know. I mean, and now we're at 57. I don't even know who that was. Let's see. Okay, well, Charlotte, it ain't Seven over Booker. until it's over. It's not over till it's over. But guess what? My thing is... They're out of the bubble. They are out of mm-hmm. the bubble, and the fans are back in the game. The fans play such a big role in sports, Facts. and you cannot deny that, and you could just see it. Because Milwaukee was able to win game three by 20 points. They won 120 to 100. Mm-hmm. They absolutely mopped the floor with those Phoenix Suns in the first game in Milwaukee and they lost the first two which were in Phoenix so I just feel like it does make such a big difference to be on your home court to have your fans cheering you on so the Suns take home those first two wins in Phoenix with their fans and the Bucks go back to Milwaukee and the fans are electric and you know Giannis is like all right this is my home this is my home arena this is my home court and we're here. And guess what? He showed up. Because I know we mentioned last week that Giannis was not putting up those MVP numbers mm-hmm. in game one. And Chris Paul went off in game one with 32 points. But Giannis absolutely showed up in Milwaukee. He was on absolute fire in game three. My guy put up 41 points. 41 points. That's insane. Okay, 41 points out of 120 points. That's literally... Coming off an injury, no less. That is literally more than a third of the the total points by his team. That's insane. He absolutely was electric. And I don't know. So, I mean, I think it's fun. I, but I really think you do notice a difference when you have your own fans there. I think that's undeniable. Again, we don't know what's happening tonight yet. It looks like... Phoenix is up as of right now, but there's still a lot more basketball to be played. So we'll see what happens, Charlotte. I still think it's going to be Bucks taking home the title this year. I agree. I agree. And I think this is actually their first – I think both teams – I think I did Google this earlier, but today has been such a long day that my mind's a little foggy. It's the first appearance even in the finals for the Suns at the very least in a long time. So this would this is a very monumental NBA playoffs for both both teams in, involved, both sides of the court. So either way, we swing it. It's going to be historic. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of baseball this past week, because there's a lot to get into, Charlotte has a little fun anecdote. You guys. And Clint, if you're listening, love you. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So if you're listening, uh, hit us up. Send <laughs> us a DM. Do you want to come on the podcast? Let us know. Thanks. I got to get you guys up to speed. I'm going to set the scene a little bit. We're in New York City. We're on Fifth Ave. We went to Saks just to kind of window shop. Also, Trust the way is me. not me. I was not in New York City, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. No, I was with some <laughs> friends from home. Some friends were visiting. And 
We showed him sacks. I was not buying anything. Just please don't get that twisted. I was just taking a gander. And I walked outside and my friend Emily, who also is a huge Yankee fan and her favorite Yankee is Clint Frazier as well. She like side checks me and she's like, oh, holy shit, Charlotte. Is that Clint Frazier? And I look up and I saw, I from behind, I saw the mask around the ears just and this beautiful redhead of hair <laughs> falling over the ears. I said, oh my God, I started shaking. I don't fangirl like that. I mean, like I've seen players, I've seen athletes. I mean, I, you know, it's whatever, they're human. There was something about this man. I am freaking out. Emily's freaking out. All the friends we're with are like, um, who is that? And I think this is, I mean, I don't know if he's been stopped on the street this day, but this, my guy is just walking down Fifth Ave. And I was like, Emily, we need to go say something to him. We have to. We will regret this forever if we don't. So we're standing there. And thankfully, if you know uh, Saks, it's right on the corner. And he's about to cross the street. And the light turns red, so he can't, or the light turns green, so he can't cross. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the gods telling us, go up and talk to this guy. So we, <laughs> we're looking at each other like blankly. I'm like, we gotta go do this. And so I did it. And I went up to him. And this is so embarrassing. I cringe, Maddie. He, I touched his shoulder and I go, I looked at him because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't just some random guy. I looked up at him not as short as you would expect. Like he looks kind of tiny out there. No, he's pretty tall. I am quite short though. I mean, I tapped that shoulder and I said, can I take a picture with you? And he goes, "Mm mm-hmm. And he was with his friend. I don't know if his friend was an athlete as well, but I was really just mesmerized. And then I was like, you're my favorite Yankee. And I'm like here with Emily. I'm like, we love, we're huge fans and you're our favorite Yankee. And I pulled out my phone to take a photo. My hand's shaking. I'm, like, so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Like, I'm a 23-year-old woman, and I'm, like, shaking over a baseball player. My hands are shaking. And I was like, are you sure it's okay if I take a photo? And he was like, yeah. And he said thanks for, like, you know, I complimented him. He said thank you. It was very pleasant. I took the photo, and he took pulled his mask down for the photo and smiled with his little smile. And then, like, I was like, thanks. Bye. And – it was so awkward because he's still stopped and he cannot cross. And my whole group of people are also just standing there. And I'm like, Emily, we need to cross the street the other way. We need to get out of here. We were both like about to throw up. I was like red <laughs> in the face. I was like, oh my God, this is epic right now. It made the whole night. I'm and then started Was pouring. this Sunday? This was on Saturday night. And we were getting really tired. Like we had been walking around, like showing all our friends the city the whole day. And it's a lot when you're, you know, we walked like seven or eight miles that day and we were exhausted. Minute we met Clint, we were like days turned around. And then we go to this bar downtown and we had the Yankee game on and they friggin' beat the Astros. It was a beautiful moment to just, you know, put the bow on a beautiful day. And then they almost swept the Astros, as y'all know. They did not get it done. But, I mean, I don't even want to get into Jose Altuve and that shirt thing because I'm so high on life with Clint Frazier right now. So, oh, my goodness. I, I just – the text that Charlotte sent me. I would, I'm going to pull she, it up. Oh, my goodness. Guys, she posted it on the Locker Room Ladies story. Absolutely adorable. Absolutely the cutest photo. The, the happiness in her texts, the cap, the all caps in her texts. 
I need to find this text, Maddie. I was literally, I was shaking when I was texting you still. <laughs> I can just imagine. I wish I was there. I wish that I could have taken that photo for you. Also, what the, the most New York thing ever. Didn't you see PFT one time in New York too? I did. I saw a PFT commentator in Hoboken, actually. I, we were just oh, out to brunch. Jersey. Yeah. I was like, that's what so is funny. this? Yeah, so I feel like hey, always- everybody. I feel like that's a thing. I met someone, I met like an, an, a comedian when I was in New York last time. So that's yeah, funny. Um, the more time you spend there, I swear to God, people just walk around. Like he was just walking <laughs> well, around. Really he had his little bag. He had his cute little Supreme shirt on. Um, I text Maddie, OMG, guess who I just fucking met on Fifth Ave? She goes, <laughs> who? All caps. I go, Clint Frazier sends the photo. My favorite Yankee. She goes, no fucking way. Gotta post that on the Insta, on LRL Insta. And then I did not answer because I literally had to put my phone away. I was I was going to drop my phone. I was shaking <laughs> so much. I didn't look at my phone like the rest of that night. I, I posted. Oh, my goodness. I, I wish you guys could see how excited Charlotte is recounting this. This is so cute. Oh, my goodness. Aww, the photo's live, too, and there's just nothing more you can ask for. Anyway. Such a cutie. Well, uh, my weekend, while – before we transition, I'll just give a little quick shout-out because <laughs> I told uh, – shout-out to – jack and ryan and their boat petty cash i told them i would give them a shout out on the podcast so hey jack thank you for the nice little thank you jack for the moonlight boat ride that we took this weekend with the crew so that was pretty fun weekend for me too but where was my invitation (laughs) my weekend I mean, I uh, know it's fine. I didn't get it. I must have missed the text because I was so busy meeting Clint, but I still didn't get a text. <laughs> petty cash, petty cash, baby. Petty cash, I'm on my way. I'll be there next time. All right, Maddie, we should definitely go to Denver super quick. I mean, I'm down, Charlotte. Let's hop on a flight. Let's, yeah, let's go. I mean, Colorado, I've never been. I've, I think I've been to the airport, but that doesn't really count, does it? Do you guys count that? Um, You've been to the airport? No. Have you been to the state? Eh, I kind no, of count No, I don't it. count it. I don't count it if you didn't go outside. No. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Did you <laughs> Blank staring. All right, because something to ponder, you guys. Take that with you. Think about it. But this This is such made... a weird day. I feel so weird right now. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm a little weird myself. It's a weird weird? week, you guys, and I'm really – it's really getting hot and humid under this blanket. I'm in Florida. Maddie's under My her computer is blanket. making that weird sound. It's going to take flight. Loud? It's taking the next flight out. It was like yeah, you said flight. Let's go to Denver. I don't know how to fix it, but the computer is also blowing hot air under this blanket. So we're doing well, guys. Anyway, Coors Light Field was on fire in Denver. Maddie, let's talk about that maid in the hotel. Did you see that? Oh, my goodness. This is insane. This is actually – this actually is so sad. This is crazy that she intercepted this. She found over a 1,000 rounds of ammunition and a and body armor in a hotel nearby and four were arrested she totally like saved the day here i mean who knows if if it was um related to the to you the just, but you just hate to game, see it it's but. absolutely horrifying so upsetting like it just it's you just hate even like hearing that this was something that was had to be discovered just so sad i'm so i am sad. glad that the crisis was averted i'm glad everyone's okay shout out to her for reporting that and doing the right thing it's just so tragic that that was even a possibility and I don't even want to think about what could have happened but it's terrible. really sad absolutely really terrible sad. but everything went out uh went off great this weekend thankfully mm-hmm. yes the home run derby which was so much fun to watch 
Oh, yes. I mean, I was on the train home from work and I had the home run derby up. And I'm like, let's get to Shohei. I turned it on right to uh, Peter Alonso in their first round of of uh, pitches. And he, I mean, as we know, he won for the third time back to back. Is it third? 74. I think it was third. I think that's what I, I was hearing. It was second. Nope. 2019. Let's see. And now. Oh, you're right. I guess it's been three years, but two derbies. Yeah, Time doesn't exist anymore, Maddie, does it? No. I don't think it does. But still, another back-to-back win this week. We have Pete Alonso with his... <laughs> with his singular win. No, and back you know back. what? Well, yeah, but, like, he did it himself. You know oh, I mean? yeah, he yeah. Did that I mean, hey, he hey, it. hey. His pitcher had, had a role in that. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you... He, when you don't have good chemistry with your pitcher, like with Shohei in that first round, you might not hit get a get a hit out for a good amount. Honestly, and a half. I was not expecting that because I kind of thought that was Shohei I. was going to win it all. I was like, yeah, I mean, Otani he he's leading the league in home runs right now. He's, I mean, all I mean, yeah, we talked about it, generational talent, absolutely. So I was like, the oh, this guy's going to mop the floor. Yeah, I feel like you need to wait till someone's career is over to say that personally. Oh my god, no, they were saying it, dude, they were saying it, the commentators? I the know, whole people were saying it, but I just feel like you can't, you can't judge someone who's in the midst of their career with someone whose body of work is complete. True, but I feel like from this point is where they're judging it on, you know what I mean? Like, at this point in Babe Ruth's career, he was doing the same thing that Shohei's doing at this point in his own career. True, So I feel That's like fair. in That's that fair. regard, yes, but otherwise, I agree with you, you can't. You can't take a body of work in just a couple seasons, right? But but so, so what he's doing is still so impressive, and it's just, unbelievable. It's, just, it's it's like watching history unfold. We've talked about that before with with Degrom. Did you see that phone call? He took his little break and he got a phone call from his teammate Mike Trout. Oh my god, I didn't said, see that. What? Yes, it was so. It all happened so quick. Someone held the phone up to his ear, and he was kind of down and out. And I don't know what was said on the phone, but he came back and he was swinging i think he got 16 runs he only had one home run in his first 16 swings which i was we were all kind of i was like oh my goodness is he choking right now like uh, i was nervous for him i felt like oh my goodness the pressure is on but i was expecting him to win it all like what is going on here and he rallied to tie soto's original total of 22 and then they went for a round two the tiebreaker mm-hmm. and then guess what guys they tied again <laughs> and then they had to go for the swing off they got three swings they only got to swing swing three times and Soto went three for three and Otani just could not make it happen and so Mm-mm. he was eliminated so I was I was pretty shocked by that but it was definitely great content it was so much fun to watch we were not expecting that I mean Soto was an eight seed and Otani was the yeah. one seed. So, I mean, that was just impressive that they went head-to-head so many times. And it was just fun to watch. It's, it's always such a fun event to watch. I love that the MLB does it. It's just it's just so – it's a fun event. It really, it really is. is. And Pete Alonso just looked like he was having the time of his life up there. He was, like, tongue out, like, dancing mm-hmm. it out. He was, he was having a great breaks. time. He was having just having such time. a fun time. And something so cute – um, the MLB posted this on their stories. The, they had 
the batters in the home run derby actually signed some of the balls that they were hitting. So the fans I there, saw them. No, I don't think it was all of them, but they at That's least signed so some of them. So like the fans were trying to catch the balls and some of them were autographed, which is just so special and such a good, such a nice treat for the fans, especially yeah. since sports had gone on for the past year without them. So now that fans are back, it's just like a fun way to reward them for, for making the trip up there. Definitely a fun addition to the game. A little thank and, you. Yeah, it was very fun. And then you guess, okay, well, we didn't talk about this yet, but Pete Alonso actually went to the finals of the Home Run Derby with Trey Mancini, which is yeah. so impressive because we've talked about Trey Mancini on this podcast. We love him again, again. Cancer survivor, just absolutely having the comeback of a lifetime. Like he, what is he, what he is doing is absolutely so impressive as well. And the fact that he made it's it to unprecedented the final round. what he's doing. Oh yeah. And he made it to the final round of the home run derby. Like that's I crazy. See, Maddie, some people were so pressed that he didn't win. Like why didn't Pete Alonso give him the win or why like they were all pressed about it. I say Trey Mancini was a really good sport. He made it to the last round. He played his heart no. out out and there. Not, he's defied the odds. He's it's fine. He's yeah, an inspiration as always. Honestly, I don't think Trey Mancini. If I was Trey Mancini, I wouldn't want someone to give me the win no. because I survived cancer. I mean, that's amazing, but I wouldn't. You know what I mean? You'd want to do it on your own. Exactly. You don't want, and that's to what makes him so special. You. And I think it's so. Yeah, he hung in there, and I think that's what is cool about it, right? Because he he still made it that far without anyone letting him. Or no, I think that's. Yeah, he did it's that on sports. his own. It's a big event. The fact that he even made it and qualified for it is so beyond impressive. And the fact that he made it to the final round, he did better than all the other guys out there except for Pete Alonso, and that's pretty damn impressive if you ask me. He was up there with the mm-hmm. best of the best in home run hitting in the MLB, and it was just fun to watch. He did amazing, and I just respect the hell out of Trey Mancini, and I love his story, and we we love him on this podcast. We always talk about Trey Mancini on here, so that was definitely Amen. fun to watch. Amen. Amen. Maddie, so, hey now, you're an all-star. <laughs> Get your game hey, on. Go play. Hey, hey. If that song doesn't make you think of Shrek, then what year were you born? Because I yeah, think everyone I in our generation thinks of Shrek immediately. That's the only time, that's the only association I have with that song. Immediately, that's what I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to Shrek next. I was like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing a Shrek thing. Did they do a little? Uh, they did like a. They did some kind of a tournament there. We can talk Shrek sports <laughs> next time. The All Star Game. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, two Pirates made the starting lineup for the National League because yes. my boy Brian Reynolds. There was an injury, and he got to fill in. He was on the reserve, and he ended up making the starting lineup. So that was cool. We had two Pirates in, in the All Star Game. Who would have thought, you guys? Not me. You know that Paul Rudd thing? Who would have thought? Not me. But that was nice. But, but I mean, the National League did not did not, did not no. pull through. But the American League, I mean, I got, I got, I love the American League. Who doesn't? I guess maybe if you're a Pirates fan. You know what? Maybe you, maybe you do love the American League. I mean, I love, I love both. But, I, I, you know, I'm a National League girl. I'm a, I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates. I get it. Born I do. Girl. But they have not lost since 2013, and they did not want to want to change that stat last night or Tuesday night when that happened. They had a really very a very early lead for nothing. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> did you write that, Maddie? Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, Charlotte Charlotte wrote that the 
uh, that the American League took an early lead, and I wrote, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> whatever. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was the MVP, hit a deep homer in the third to give the American lead that early lead that they wanted and they needed. 22 years old, youngest uh, American. No, he's not the youngest American. <laughs> youngest all-star game MVP. Also, this is fun. His home run was the 200th all-star game home run. Okay, wait, I'm looking up a fun fact right now. So just give me Super a cute. quick Also, quick pause. Maddie, you get that fun fact. I'll tell him about this glove. Did you guys see it? Because he honored his dad, who played for the Expos back in the day. It was just a photo of the two of them, and he had that on his glove for the game. So that was really special. I think the best part about this Midsummer Classic, these fun exhibition games, is that these players really get the opportunity to honor why they love this sport and, and to honor the people who brought them to where they are now. And it's it's really nice to see them doing that and having fun. And if you watch those that purple carpet uh, pregame show, they are so happy to be on a little break and, and do this. And they want to make us happy. And they have so much fun doing it. It really makes it all worth it. So a fun fact is that this home run that Vlad hit – uh, his dad actually had also during his career hit a home run in an all-star game. And so that helped them to join the only other two father and son pairs to do that, which were Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. and Bobby and Barry Bonds, who both as well in their careers hit home runs in the all-star game. So that's so special. Like what talented families you have there. I know. I need some of those genes in my life because – I don't have that athletic ability in my family. Well, I mean, we have athletes, <laughs> that's, but that's but so not special like... because I feel like so few people in 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 the grand scheme of things, so few people on this planet can say that they've hit a home run in an MLB All Star game, and to share that with your father and your son, it's that's special. so special. It's what it's all about. So special. I mean, sports just bring people together, and that's why we love them so much, Charlotte. It truly is. That's why we do what we do because we just. It, it brings us together and hopefully it brings you guys together in this virtual kind of way. So you feel like we were with us in our living room, just having a conversation. But I want to just talk about that number 44, Hank Aaron, a baseball great. He was honored in a very special way at the home run derby. If you guys remember, you had everybody had 44 on their back and then his wife, Billy Aaron, received a standing ovation at the All-Star Game at home plate and Aaron Judge and Freddie Freeman walked her out and that was just an amazing way to kick off a really emotional a kind of emotional and special night so emotional but so mm-hmm. amazing that the MLB decided to honor him in this in this first all-star game in, in the past two years so such yeah. a such a great honor and such a special thing for I'm sure his whole family and everyone who's ever a fan of Hank Aaron and and, and pretty much anyone who's a fan of the sport because we just talked about it. It's just, it it just goes so far beyond sports. Like there is just so much emotion and so much love around the game. It's just, it was so special to watch. I loved seeing them all with the 44s. Me too. Maddie, before we move on from baseball, I want to just share one quick story on Sunday night at dinner. I was eating dinner with my family and we decided to play Jeopardy on Alexa my Alexa just went off. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, anybody <laughs> listening to this not 
or with an Alexa. I just said it again. I'm so sorry, you guys. But anyway, we're playing Jeopardy on that thing that talks to us in the living room. <laughs> or we're in the kitchen. And the question is, who is, or he is the, the Pittsburgh great. And there's a bridge named after him or something like that. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, friggin' Roberto Clemente. I was like, dad, Roberto Clemente. I was like, I'm answering yes! this one. I'm answering this one. I was like, who is Roberto Clemente? And she was like, good job. <gasps> I'm so proud of you. Oh my God, Charlotte, Charlotte. I'm so proud of you. I heard Pittsburgh. I was like, okay, first of all, I had my senior pictures taken on their book (laughs) in high school on the Roberto Clemente bridge. Absolutely iconic. Absolutely an icon. We're going to dedicate a huge segment of an episode to him later this year. Get ready for Mm -hmm. that. I could go absolutely off. He is, he is an absolute hero in every sense of the word. And, And honestly, just, I look up to him so much and I have We'll get into it, but I love Roberto Clemente and literally the city of Pittsburgh just worships that man. If you guys have that little robot who I won't name again in your house, play Jeopardy. Say, let's play Jeopardy on Sundays because it's sports stuff. So it's really fun trivia facts you can learn too. Even if you get them wrong. I've never done that. I'm going to try that. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good way to keep everybody together. When you're eating dinner and the conversation kind of goes sideways. Yeah. When you get a little too legal in conversation, as we all know, my family dinner. Real quick, you guys, before we wrap it up for the week, a little thing called the ESPYs happened this week. More winners this week. Let's just run through some winners. No surprise, best athlete for women's sports goes to Naomi Osaka. If you listen to this podcast, you know who she is. And then best athlete for men's sports goes to Tom Brady. I think those are two absolutely deserving athletes. And I think you guys all know who they are at this point, especially yeah, if you listen we've talked about them the plenty. <laughs> if, you, if you've made it to this far in the episode, I'm pretty confident that you know who Naomi Osaka and Tom Brady both are. Yes. <laughs> and then best game went to, okay, we talked about this when it happened. We were like, this was the coolest game we've ever seen. Ah, mm-hmm. Best game, UCLA versus Gonzaga in the men's final four. The one that the Bulldogs won on Jalen Suggs' overtime buzzer beater. That was an electric game to watch. Absolutely, like, everyone out of their seats, even watching at home, jumping up and down, absolutely electric game to watch. Just if you want to know our initial reactions to that game, go back to that episode in the, in the podcast list because we talked yeah, about we'll, it back we'll then. Yeah, we'll go back and look for you. Definitely a deserving game. Definitely a fun game to watch. Best coach. Went to Tara Vanderveer, Stanford's women's basketball coach. She is an icon. And the best college athletes, these are fun ones. Devontae Smith, absolutely, as he should. Rolls Hyde. And the best college athlete in women's sport, Paige Beckers. She gave a cute little speech at the end and honored. Um, very special, very special yeah. speech, honestly, honoring yeah. women and particularly black women and black excellence. Mm-hmm. I think it's so special that she chose to use her platform for something bigger than herself. And so young. We've honored her on this podcast as our locker room lady when we did UConn back during that March Madness feat. So she's no stranger to the Locker Room Ladies podcast. We're very proud of these college athletes and we're excited to see what they do next. Best team, Maddie. This one hits home a little bit. 
The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Come on. They get to keep that title. The Lightning just Mm -hmm. solidified that for a couple more months at least. Yep. Until let's mm, until February. Or I guess October. October maybe, but I hope not. (laughs) Probably not. I'm just saying. I don't know. Hot take. Okay. (laughs) Oh. We'll get there. We'll get to it. We'll get to October baseball. Anyway, Ooh. best championship performance. Ooh, this was a recent locker room lady, Miss Simone Biles, in that Olympic gymnastics performance. So you know who was these people the- are. You guys, yeah. we've talked about them. And so it's we just special to them. see. Yeah, it's just special to see them get honored in their field and, and honored on such a large stage as the SVs. So on an overall great week for sports, you guys. Great Huge week for wins all around. And uh, we are staring down at the Olympics, guys. I cannot wait. There's something about a summer with the Olympics that just makes it so much better. We missed out last year, and I'm so ready to get to that. Sports are on all day, every day. It's up on my phone. It's on my computer. It's ah! on the TV. I'm so oh, I'm ready. So for this. excited! I'm getting so excited. Wait, let's give you guys a quick update. Yeah, to close this NBA out, you guys. Let's see where we're at. Close it out with a quick real time update. Oh my goodness, my app is not refreshing. Charlotte, Ooh. Maddie, we got. We're in the fourth quarter here. Oh, 85 to 79. Phoenix is up still, you guys, but it's a close game. We got over 10 minutes left in the game. I'm about to go turn that on, Charlotte. We'll see you guys next week. You guys, take care. We love you. Thanks for listening. We'll let you know how those sons did in their win. Ooh, I said it. Okay, bye. (laughs) Ooh, bye.